Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Uh, this is the new thing, I guess. I'm going to try it. Uh, well, I'm not going to try. This is what I do. This is Ouch My 30s, the podcast about the decade no one prepared us for. And moving forward in the new year, as we approach, under God's love, hallelujah, Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. Uh, I just watched Die Hard with my buddy, and I love the black terrorist and uh, Hans Gruber's team, uh, William Clayton something Jr. I think he was Trevette in Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, maybe I'll loop him in. Uh, well-known uppity black man. Uh, yeah, I just love his character in Die Hard. Because it was the, the, the 80s black nerd and black nerds in general. And he, yeah, I guess he was a nerd. Uh, it was kind of a elusive thing. You know, we were either, particularly in the 80s, we were either like breakdancing, popping and locking, uh, you know, on a cardboard, piece of cardboard on a corner while some white guy's like, I don't get it. Yeah, it'd be like some Charlton Heston character. I just don't, I don't get it. What are they doing? Et tu, Imperator? It's from uh, the Omega Man. But anyway, um, cool character, and that's why I did a, a, a weird voice. Check it out. Uh, I hope you guys are having a nice holiday. I hope you guys have been okay. Uh, I didn't get this for Christmas, but maybe I did. I just spend a lot of money on bullshit in general these days. Uh, but this isn't bullshit. This is an investment in myself. Um, and yeah, what's been going on with me? Um, <laughs> you know, LA, LA's been good. You know, you know what? Here's what it is. It is. It feels different, and I don't know if it's me, in my own journey, and just whatever's going on in my life, or if it's the world. And I did a buddy's podcast um, a couple days ago, and he's like, "Yeah, everyone's completely different." And in a place like L.A. that was already a strange place as far as human interaction goes, I think the truly post-COVID world has created a uh, a new ecosystem of oddity. Um, and yeah, so it's like, it's probably the best experience that I've had being in LA, just because like, I've got like a semi-permanent place, I've got my shit, you know, I've got my nice bed, my nice pillow, I got my little work, my little work desk here, but it's just like, I don't know, like I go out, I'm just like, that's it, that's, it? that's all who's here now? So, I don't know, I think all the interesting people probably left. And even doing stand-up now is like, there's just a few like stalwarts hanging out, uh, trying to maintain some semblance of what of what once was so anyway la's fine it's warm can't complain uh had a powerful dream about an ex last night uh just you know i don't know what it is about my brain it's like i think it's the same thing that makes me a good writer i just have powerfully vivid memories of things it's like burned into my nervous system which is probably why i'm riddled with anxiety my ability to perceive and remember is uh as equally dangerous for unprocessed uh trauma. I don't know. I've been researching a lot of uh, somatic based uh, therapy where like your body stores uh, trauma and tension and all that kind of stuff. So I'm fascinated by that. Um, so yeah, I had a dream about an ex. Um, we were just hanging out. And the thing about this ex is that, you know, I talk about her a lot and it's, you know, I care for her, cared for her deeply. Um, probably the longest, closest thing to a relationship that I've had. Um, but it's not, and this sounds callous, it's not like 
her specifically necessarily. Uh, it's what it represented at that time in my life. You know, like this, om- that, that I was almost there. Like and things were starting to align and then just like they got fucked up for a, a couple of logistical reasons in life. But whereas like when I got dumped or like got my heart broken in my 20s, it was so fixated on that person. You know what I mean? It was like, I need this person. This person is the only one that I love in my 20s. How could this happen to me? I made my mistakes, but life goes on. You know, but like in my 30s, I'm just like, oh, that really would have been convenient. <laughs> Which again, takes the love and romance out of it. And, and, and don't get me wrong, again, I was I was madly enthralled by this woman, but... Um, I guess I just, I'm, what I've learned is so powerful. You know, like the walking away from this particular situation was, I got a glimpse of like the type of man that I want to be, but also need to continue doing work in order to be. Like there's shit I need to do in order to become like the fully realized version of myself in a relationship that I would want to be. Um, and like looking at all this, this sort of like childish, uh, immature pathologies that, and that doesn't mean like stop having fun, but like there's just things that like I look at myself and I'm like, all right, we're getting a little bit long in the tooth for that. So I don't know. It was just, it was a beautiful opportunity that I just, I guess I wasn't ready for. But anyhow, um, yeah, it was to quote Captain Kirk when he dies. It was fun. It was fun. Anyhow, uh, I'm tired of bitching about girls and love. Forward, onward. There is much to be had in this bleak, bleak society that we have now where no one's fun and everyone is an absolute emotional Nazi with each other. You must be exactly this. And if you are not, you are evil. Stay away from me. I need my friends and lovers to be 100% perfect and completely aligned with what I believe and want. Nein, schlieben unfrug can't imagine what my neighbors must think right now. Uh, <laughs> screaming Nazi fucking uh, Hitler impersonations on Christmas Day. Actually, that's quite Nazi-ish, is it? I don't know. I'm taking a sip of some coffee real quick. Hang on. Ooh, sorry. I don't know what that sounded like. What else is going on? Um, frankly, this is just an experiment, I think. It's Christmas Day. I'm having. I'm on day two of kind of a two day hangover. I think. Um, hypervigilance. Oh, I started working on the sequel to How to Manage Your Girlfriend's White Guilt, um, which is tentatively titled How to Manage Your Girlfriend's White Guilt Two: Death of a Fuckboy. And really, it's a it's a reflection on a lot of my sort of relationships where I. It's a it's a reflection on the relationships I took for granted both romantic and female and uh, platonic. A lot of my male buddies, how a lot of those friendships have kind of set, set sail into posterity. Um, and just kind of and looking at COVID's impact on people and just this uh, hypervigilance and this fear that kind of took over. Hunter S. Thompson, his last book was called Kingdom of Fear. And, you know, it just, it just you know, predicts so much of what's happening right now. And I'm just fascinated how we're now living in this, like, guarded, guarded society where like there's just no room for wanderers and uh, loners and uh, vagabonds anymore you know it's like you have to be 100 um, uh, 
your intent must be fully known and realized before anyone can move forward with you. And it just, which, you know, is like cute to a certain degree, but like it has reduced the ability for, for there to be spontaneity in our lives. Uh, like we, we've almost come to hate spont- spontaneity. spontaneity. Um, I have a headache too. So my book is just talking about how I fucked up. Um, but also learned. And that's also, again, that's what this is all about. You know, this is just, you know, learning is often a pain in the ass, you know, like learning algebra wasn't particularly fun. I guess I needed it. Um, and learning how to be an adult is not, um, fun often, but if you learn the lessons and you accept the lessons and allow yourself to be humbled here and there, I think you can get to a better place. You can get to the place that you want to be at. Um, we're getting there, I guess. We are getting there. We are getting there. Dead air. Sorry, guys. It's it's Christmas Day. Come on, this is a bonus episode. Yeah, this is a, this is the Patreon. This is the bonus Patreon episode. Um, I must have something in my scrawlings that I could share with you guys. Uh, oh, uh, some female comedian at an open mic uh, the other night. She was talking about like health, and I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm into the health kick. Like, what you got? You got any got any tips?" She's like, "Yeah, drink your own urine." <sighs> Fucking Los Angeles, man. Now, look, I'm not an ignorant, closed-minded guy. I'm sure I'm very open to Eastern and non-traditional medicines. Uh, I hadn't heard of that particular one, but you know, I said, "Let's talk." Let's let me let me hear you out. And she explained that it had stem cells and DMT in it. And I was just like, wow, urine sounds awesome. Uh, and that she like bathes in it and like puts it on her face and shit. And like I had ser- I've never come close to like vomiting in public by someone else's words, but this legitimately made me sick to my stomach. And it's not an admonishment of anyone who believes in something like that. But um, it, it, well, for one, it's not for me. You know, I can already go out on a limb and say that's not for me. Um, I'm gonna try a few more other home remedies before I start ingesting my own urine. That's uh, that's where I'm at. But it was just like it was just such an LA moment where it was like you know it was like 12 o'clock at night at an open mic attended by four other comedians. One of them is telling me to drink my own pee. I'm like, yeah. Home sweet home LA. Yeah, it's a different type of woman out here. Um, so yeah, and you know more power to her. More power to her. I support her journey. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Yeah, there was like this Alaskan kid there who people who, who come from like cities or states that like where nature has precedent, has like dominion over them. Like if, if you're from like Wyoming or Arizona, where it's just like a desert and hot and dry or just like Wyoming where it's just like flat and open and you don't see people usually. This kid was from Alaska and like talking to him was like talking to a fucking like piece of lumber. I was like, hello. I'm giving you some gold anecdotes right here. You're not responding. Uh, we were like talking about comedians and just like, yeah, like, wh- why'd you leave New York? I was like, fuck New York. Just like rich kids doing comedy now. He's like, what's wrong with that? I was like, no, fucking God. Uh, I was like, well, you know, they might be able to technically write a joke. They may be able to craft, a, craft a, a good joke on a technical level, but what life experiences do they have to talk about other than like, you know, their mommy and daddy's divorce and like, 
you know, or not getting an audition. Like those are the two polar polarities. It's like LA comics, half the LA comics in the open mic scene are just talking about like auditions, which is wildly unrelatable to most people outside of Los Angeles. And then New York comics are just like rich kids who don't have any meaningful life experience that I particularly would want to listen to. Uh, he's like, so I was like, well, you asked me what's wrong. All right. Anyway, I'm just, because, <laughs> this is such a curmudgeon. I swear to God, I feel like I just want to be the Charles Grodin of stand-up comedy. I just want to, I'm just a bitter man who just wants to shit on people and have them like it. You understand me? Or pee on them. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. How's this, new, how's this new mic, guys? Does this work for you? I mean, is this it or what? How's the dating world going? Um... Online dating, man, now is just like, yeah. I mean, you know, that's why, you know, it's just, it's just the fucking irony of like being with a girl whom you're like, wow, like this girl really could, I could see myself hanging out with this girl and hanging out, getting married, being with her. And you're like, nah, I'm going to see what else is out there. There must be a whole world of opportunities at 36. And there are, I'm, I'm you know, I'm sick of being negative. There's going to be a wonderful woman for me who is ready to accept me in all my esoteric versicitudes. Versicitudes? That is not a word. I want to figure out what that word is right now because that pisses me off. Is it the headache or is my brain just vermicitude? Ver... This is retarded. This is... <laughs> I have no idea what... <laughs> no idea what word I'm trying to say. Anyway, I'm going to find a woman to accept me. Um, as I travail this, uh, as I, you know, I'm just using words that aren't real. Travail. Hold on. I, I have a headache. I'm hungover. Travail. Yeah, exactly. Lab painful, laborious effort. Exactly. Travail. I know what I'm talking about. Have self-confidence, Duval. As I travail this journey towards being a uh, stand-up comedian and um, well-respected author. Just I, man, just people just people used to have so much fun, and it's I can I just I see people like giving up and just like retreating and just, I hate safety. I I fucking hate safety and predictability and 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 I just it's probably because I was raised in such chaos that like anything that is just like calm and normal. I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? We gotta turn this bitch up. Um. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe we're just like in some sort of eye of the storm or, or just quiet, calm right now. But I hope we just don't. But that's the thing. Like people want this order and control. You know, it's you know, it's 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 the classic. You know, people versus the state thinking, where it's like people are willing to sacrifice their personal freedoms in order for safety, and we saw it. In 9-11, we saw versions of it. People were like, we quietly were like, oh, yeah, you can track all our shit. And as long as you kill these terrorists that like, hey, wait, where are these terrorists? How can we stop hearing? We stopped hearing about them. What happened to terror threat levels? Oh, Patriot Act. Okay. And we're doing it again now. And it's like, <sighs> Hulk just want to be happy. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know, guys. This is this is what it is. Maybe take a look. I'll take a look at. The, I'll take a quick look at the news headlines right now. 
because that's what you, that's what you guys come here for, right? You guys come here for hard hitting news. All right, let's take a look at December twenty fifth. Prolonged winter storm. Putin claims Russia is ready to negotiate. <laughs> yeah, all right. Migrants, five arrested in fatal shooting. God, the fucking man. Go outside and have fun, guys. I don't, I don't, I don't even care about this shit. I don't care about news. Just want a good life. All right, this has been this has been a weird episode. Uh, I didn't really come in with anything particularly exciting to talk about, um, but I will soon. And this is really just a test because this is a new. Am I gaining weight back? I lost. Remember, I lost a lot of weight. Trying to gain some weight back. Uh, okay. This is what it is, guys. Exciting, enthralling rants and uh, personal reflections with the Duval, Duval George Culpepper. Um, on video. So, you know, subscribe, share, like, comment, do all that fun stuff. And... Um, yeah, let's make 2023 the year that Duval monetizes all his creative efforts and can finally live the life that he's been trying to live for a very long time. <laughs> I'm so salty. I don't like I'm just hungover, I guess. I'm just I don't be salty anymore, guys. I look good though. I think I look good. Cuz that's what matters. Okay, talk later.